0: Welcome to the Now Leading Podcast, hosted by the Northwest District
1: LCMS. We bring a Lutheran point of view to conversations on the art of leading as a follower of Jesus, through valleys, over peaks, and on the waves, following his lead in the great Northwest.
2: Well, this is Dust Kunkel with the Now Leading Podcast, and I am sitting here at Redeemer Lutheran Church on a beautiful August day with um, a couple of people and I'll let you introduce yourselves and
0: then we'll get rolling because I'm excited about this podcast today. Hi, I'm Doug Weinrich and I'm the Minister of Servant Leader Development here at Redeemer.
1: Hi, I'm Julie Blickert and I am the top dog for the Comfort Dog Ministry here at Redeemer for Marie Comfort Dog.
2: So uh, since this is a podcast and no one can actually see who's talking, it Someone might assume that you're actually like a dog, but you're not a dog. You're an actual person. <laughs> no. Julie's a person. She's sitting I here, even though she's called the top dog. And actually, let's start there. What is a top dog anyway? What does that mean?
1: So um, the Cover Dog Ministry started with Lutheran Church Charities, and they are an organization out of the Midwest um, through Missouri Synod Lutheran Churches. Um, they support it. So they put together this ministry, and the top dog is what the name they came up with for the person that's in charge of the local ministry in that church.
2: Okay, cool. So you, you're you the one who works the most with the dog recently. Well,
1: I actually am the one that helped put together the team that okay. provides the leadership along with Doug for our team. And I am one of the handlers, but we hopefully will all work equally with the dog. Okay.
2: This is really (laughs) helpful because I'm learning as I go as well. So this ministry was helped to to launch from a Catalyst Grant from the Northwest District. That's why I'm here today um, to celebrate because today happened to be the day that uh, Marie was vested. That's Mm -hmm. the term when she goes from being in training to actually being an active comfort dog. And um, so... It was wonderful because, Doug, you had a, a message today about Jesus being with us um, wherever we go, and then that picture of, of being able to be in a community uh, with this dog that just naturally um, helps people feel like someone is more with them is so cool. It's such a great bridge into your community. Um, let's do this, though. Let's go all the way back. Let's start with how did this whole thing start for you guys? I mean what happened how do you go from you know no concept of of doing this kind of ministry to a a day like today when we're celebrating putting the vest on a comfort dog
0: oh i'll start um so i lead a men's bible study and we call it beer and bible Uh and uh, two and a half years ago we were meeting and this one new guy came in and he said is this the bible study and i said yeah come join us and So he'd sit down, and at the end of the night, we had some extra time, so we were chatting, and he said, oh, I just moved here from Connecticut, and so I was at your Easter service and just checking this out, and I said, okay, and then he started, we started talking, and he mentioned how back in his church in uh, Newtown, (coughs) Connecticut, they had a comfort dog Mm -hmm. named Maggie, and he started telling me all the stories about how they took Maggie to the Sandy Hook School after the shooting, I took her... Hurry to the Boston after the Boston bombing stuff, and all the ministries that they were able to do. I was like, oh, that is so cool. I mean, I was just could listen to them for hours, Mm -hmm. Um, and so I left there. I was like, oh, that's really exciting. And um, with the next day, we had a staff meeting, and I mentioned the story at staff meeting, and. Uh, Pastor Dave and Maria said, "Oh, you should, uh, you should call uh, John and Julie Blickert. Uh They they've been really interested in maybe trying to do something like this. So give them a call, see if they be." And I ended up calling John first, and apparently. John kind of undersold it to Julie or something because <laughs> and I'll let her tell that side of the story. But, uh, so that's how, that was basically the beginnings of how we got things rolling. So that's so cool. You were you were just hanging out with
2: some guys and you you heard this, a story told, and we know those names. I mean, when you say those names in the events that happened there, we immediately, all of us, whether we were there or just watching, have... An immediate reaction to what went on because people, there's so much trauma and so much hurt. And we've hurt people all over the nation were hurting for those communities when it happened. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, Julie.
1: (laughs) So, I come home from work the day that John had gotten the call and we go out on a walk. And John's like, oh, by the way, Doug, like, said something about... Um, maybe, would we be interested in helping start a comfort dog ministry at Redeemer? I'm like, what? You didn't tell me? <laughs> um, I got super excited because um, I had actually looked up, I was just looking for things to do when my kids were starting to move out in 2010. And we had a little golden retriever, and I just sort of by the internet came across this ministry. Okay. And um, your dog people. Dog people, yeah. yeah. So we had a brand new golden Retriever. I thought, oh, maybe I can train my dog to be part of this. And then as I learned more about it, I learned that's not how it works. The dogs get trained from puppyhood on to become comfort dogs and right. they're professionally trained. So um,
2: 2,000 hours of training or something like that. 2,000 hours right? of training, yeah, right. It's a so serious I'm like, yeah, that's deal. not probably
1: mm-hmm. going to happen with my puppy. Um, yeah. But so I, I knew of the ministry. I had met the dogs at the national youth gatherings, okay. um, both in San Antonio and in New Orleans, and so it had been in the back of my mind. But I think it was the kind of thing where God had said, "Not now," right? And now God was saying, "Let's do this." <laughs> yeah. So so we got together with um, Doug, and we got together with. Ken and Jody Fay, who were the couple from Connecticut, okay. and said, hey, what's this involve and, and can we do this? Yeah. So uh, from there, we went to the staff, said, are you behind us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, want, we want the church to be yep. behind us on this. And um, we started putting together team members yeah. and asking people one by one, are you interested? Yeah. And sometimes people just came to us and said, I'm interested. Right. Um, and we started working on raising the funding for—it's um, a, it's a prolonged process because you um, raise your funds, you put down a deposit. I went to training.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, top dog training.
1: Top dog training. The, the
2: deposit is for the dog? The dog. Okay. So
1: it's it's kind of how you officially get on the list at Lutheran Church Charities yeah. to okay. get a dog. Okay. Um, and then they have a whole— a lot of things we worked through, but really we became a small group. We we became a Bible study. Right. We started doing ministry together without the dog. Yeah. Um. We and met. they really
2: want you to do that, ahead right? Of time. They right. want you bonding, right. and it's not. Here's a sense I get. It's not just about the dog. Am I am I reading that <laughs> and, right? And, and they actually yes. use yeah. the
1: term. It is not about the dog. Yeah. The Good. dog is a bridge. Right. A bridge to the community, so that we might get into places that normally wouldn't ask Christians to come in and. Yeah. pray with them but we might it, it allows us to reach out to people that then can feel that healing presence of Jesus.
2: Right you have this opportunity through the dog to connect. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. I, as I've been hearing, listening to you tell the story, I heard these, um, these moments where you can go one way or the other you know you can sort of quit or be done. But you keep going. There are these, you know, whether it's Doug listening to the guy tell the story, and oh, it's just a cool story, or maybe we could do something. You know, and the Holy Spirit taps you on the shoulder, and and you decide to listen and do something about it, or or when you heard and you're like, yeah, I've been trying to do this, you know, Julie, and and now there's this avenue, this pathway mm-hmm. to go, and then uh, so there's this suddenly there's a, a different kind of motivation for you, right? And then you get people with you. You start to invite people. And all of a sudden, it's not just you doing it anymore. It's like, I mean, so for those of you listening to this, um, at this service today, when Marie, the dog, was vested, not only were Doug and Julie there, but the whole team from Redeemer... uh, Lutheran Church in Spokane Valley were were there, and that's how many people are on this team right now.
1: Twenty seven. So
2: there's twenty seven people on this team. That's that's more than a small group. That's <laughs> yeah. like yeah. that's a, just a small group. That's <laughs> like a small <laughs> church. Yeah. We have small churches. That's us. that's okay. That's a True. good thing, okay. right? And yeah. then and then um, there were three other dogs with their handlers that came mm-hmm. up from Northern California to just to be here for this event. So it was really really cool and. But it's this picture of when we when we hear the Holy Spirit and say yes to a new ministry to start something new. Sometimes we don't even know what's going to yeah, happen, right? Totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So with the these are brief these podcasts, but I'm curious with the time left to us, what are some things that are on your heart, either of you, Julie or Doug? Um, where this ministry could go, um, what it could look like.
1: I am super excited about the the doors that are already opening up. We have a second meeting with our public school district tomorrow um, just to get the superintendents okay, which we've already talked to them, so that we can go into any of our public schools that want us. And um, what's being talked about is getting to work with some of the kids that just come from really Hmm. hard homes and just letting them have that that time to maybe talk with their counselors while they're petting a dog. Right. Um, I also talked to some people uh, through a suicide prevention um, that want us to come in for some of their sessions where the people come in and share their stories. So, yeah. so just some ways to um, reach the community in that way. Um, I, I know there's a lot of other things we're looking at too. Those are,
2: those are great too. I can picture in my, as you were sharing that, I could kind of picture in my mind what that looks like for the, those people mm-hmm. to have an animal that's just pure love mm-hmm. in their life. Yeah, When so yeah. many people are not, Right. Right. And just right. to have someone show up with an animal that's going to love me. And I may not know about you as a person, but I, I at least I can sit next to this this dog and feel just love for a little bit.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, one, one of the other ones, uh, my husband has been taking her to a homeless shelter downtown for, for young adults and teens. Wow. And um, they, it's a drop-in shelter. They don't live there, but they come in um, a couple times a week. And so to get to just... Hang out with Marie and yeah. um, and just feel that unconditional love that they don't have in their lives is is pretty cool.
0: Very cool. I think for me, some thoughts I had on like, what I'd like to see this ministry do, or a couple things. I mean, as far as within the community, that people would say, oh, they have that church has that dog, and they just come and and let you pet it, and they just listen to you, and and they just love you, and. Yeah. That, that word in the community is that Redeemer is a, a place of just loving people mm. and accepting and listening to them uh, where they're yeah. at. Um, I mean, we're kind of that be, place, but even be, more so. Because people have a sense that Christians are not that way right. sometimes. Mm, right. yeah, yeah, that's so true. To kind of get past that stereotype. Yeah. And then I think for our own people to... Get Pat, like, yeah, the dog is a tool and it's an easy bridge to talk to people, but then help, help them take a step further in that they can do these things without having a dog. Yeah. You know, they can go and reach out to people. They can go to these nursing homes or these homeless shelters or these schools and connect with people in ways as well. And it's so. Just take it that much further.
2: Yeah, you know, a friendly <laughs> dog that's trained pro- probably makes it easier. Exactly. But you're right; it's mm-hmm. you don't need a trained friendly dog to to love people or to reach out. Exactly. Yeah, so. that's a really that's a good reminder for me today. Thank yep. you. Yep. These are so these are some cool dreams that you have, um, folks. It, it, you're listening to this right now, and if you're wondering how how to make this happen in your neck of the woods. Um, one way is to just reach out to, to Doug or to Julie, and there's a way to do it. Um, here's yeah. the info.
1: There's a couple of ways to get a hold of us. You can email Marie at K9comfort.org. Um, the letter
0: K and the number the, nine. Right, yeah. right.
1: And, um, and we will get that email you can call she has her
2: own email address.
1: she has her own email she cool. also has her own facebook page marie comfort dog to see yeah. what we're doing um and then we have a phone number for our church uh,
2: 509-926-6363 great so uh you two are here and available to help if other people are interested in this um so that they don't have to
0: reinvent the wheel basically exactly mm-hmm. we'd be Absolutely. happy to come help and consult and give them ideas on how to get things going for them too. Yeah.
1: We'll bring Marie to their church and tell people about the Comfort Dog Ministry, whatever we can do to help.
2: Excellent, very cool. The one thing I didn't mention is that Marie is the first Comfort Dog in the Pacific Northwest for Correct. Lutheran Church Charities, right? That is right? true, in the so,
1: in the whole Northwest in District. In the whole Northwest District. Mm-hmm.
2: So, and she, um, <clears throat> she's here partly because of a, a Catalyst grant that helped fund that from the Northwest District, but also As you've just shared, lots of people being involved, uh, uh, support from this congregation. So to make something new happen, it takes all hands on deck, right? Folks, wherever you are, as you're listening to this, I hope you're encouraged. I hope that this little story about Marie and her team of people um, that care about their community and that that care about loving their community um, is touching your heart, but also maybe just spurring you a little bit to think about something new that you could start that builds a bridge in your community because that's what it's all about, sharing the good news of Jesus. Uh, Until the next time, we'll catch you around the next bend on the river. This is the Now Leading Podcast.
1: You just listened to the Now Leading Podcast hosted by the Northwest District LCMS, leadership conversations from a Lutheran point of view for Christian leaders of all kinds. Take a moment after this podcast and with everything you've just heard in mind, consider at least one action you will take. Then go and make it happen.